Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and Personal Financial Specialist, Phil Putney. Now let's get rolling with today's show. Hey everybody, welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. And let's talk about the countdown to retirement and some things we need to think about and just have on the list or at least be putting some thought to uh, as we get closer to the magical day that is retirement. Once again, Phil's with me as always talking about these things here on the program. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Loving spring. I there think we're fin- finally getting there. Yeah. Speaking of, are. you know, retirement. So yeah, well, we're into May, right? And yep, yep. Uh, as I've said many times, uh, Memorial Day is the unofficial kickoff to yep. summer. Uh, and we start counting down the days to summer, right? We get to Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, well, we kind of call it summer, even though it's like another 20 or so days away officially, but yeah. we're really kind of in that mindset. Well, I think if you start counting down days to retirement, Phil, kind of yep. that same thing. And I've said many times, I feel like 50 is the unofficial wake-up call to, to retirement, right? Yep. Um, we start thinking get, get about, beyond some of the responsibilities yeah, with kids generally. And, yep. Yeah. We can save more money in the accounts. We got those ketchup contributions Catch up contributions now. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of that stuff. So I got a few things here, a list of priorities maybe to keep sure. in mind, uh, as we count down those days, uh, you know, to, uh, to, to, to retirement, to the fun time. So, yep. uh, get healthy, stay healthy. I just was having a conversation with uh, another, uh, person on a podcast a couple yesterday, actually. And he actually went through a cancer uh, situation, uh, got cancer. He was, he's a doctor, actually. As a okay. physician, um, you know, he's like, look, I, I grew up, I work, I mean, school, work. He's like, as a, as a doctor, I, I was full. You know this stuff, yeah. Well, and he was just, well, his lifestyle, he said, basically, he's, he's thoroughly convinced that his lifestyle caused him to get cancer. And so okay. he changed his life. He's like, look, as a doctor, I know better than eat fast food or right. some of the stuff, but I was eating too much, too much processed food. I was not getting enough sleep. I was super stressed and obsessed about my business and the growth and taking care of employees and all this stuff. And I think he's like, I'm convinced it made me sick. So his yep. journey now is about being healthy and staying healthy. And mm-hmm. he's early uh, stages. He's not yet ready for retirement, but he did beat the cancer, which was great to hear. So getting healthy and staying healthy is a huge component to our retirement years. Yes. Especially if we want to have some longevity in them. Yeah. I mean, health is one of the assets, if you want to think of it, that most of us overlook. You know, I mean, we spend that asset working. You know, all these years, putting your, your best years in, you don't want to Great lose point. the health as you get to retirement where you can actually enjoy some things that you've saved for. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it goes right along with retirement. Don't ignore your health. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as we age, it, it becomes more and more evident and obvious. I mean, when we're younger, we can get away with a lot of stuff because yeah. our bodies are, are, you know, much healthier, easier. You know, they're, they're, they can combat all that bad habit activity yeah. that you've done versus you get to retirement. It all starts to catch up with you in your fifties. I mean, it was yeah. just telling my wife the other day, it's like, okay, I got to start changing something because this isn't working anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, a lot of chronic health conditions start in our fifties. Yeah. I, I saw a really funny meme that said at 12, I fall off. You could fall off your bike, roll down a hill, hit three trees, smash your head on a rock. And next day you feel fine. That's right. right. A little exaggeratory, but we get the idea. And then the next part of it said at 52, I sneezed and threw my back out. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So it gets a little weird, right? So making fitness and diet and, and healthy living a part and more people and we've definitely seen that as yeah. a push 
over the last number of years, not even just through the pandemic, but really I think retirees have gotten better about realizing that, hey, we're, we're eating better, we're taking care of better ourselves, uh, better care of ourselves so we can enjoy retirement. So that should be right. probably first on your list as you're counting down those days. Um, Absolutely. Second maybe should be, Phil, and this is probably one that you definitely see and, and have to talk people through. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What do you want to do with the time? And you and I have talked many times yep. about retiring to something. Yes. Not from something. Don't run from the factory job that you hate. Go to something that you love because it will help right. that, that mind occupy time thing. Yeah. And it, I mean, I run into this with clients all the time. In fact, I was, I met with a, a client yesterday again, that newly retired. They just, okay. uh, he just retired into the year, Okay, you know, and asked him how things going. And oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting there and, you know, joy right now. It's kind of still like vacation, right? You know, they've right. been on a, yeah. a long vacation, but it's getting yeah. to the point where, you know, you got to start to fill up your time, you know? So he started playing pickleball. He got, got into a group of church that plays I love pickleball. pickleball man. I know I've, I played it a couple of times and um, it's fun, you know, so you've got to have some activities. Yeah. yeah it's fun to say pickleball. I, I'm, <laughs> I'd be curious to see how they come up with that name. I don't know who named it. Discussion. But it's <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so, so have some plans of, you know, what do you like to do? What's your hobbies? You know, what's on that, that bucket list, so to speak, that you've always wanted to do, making sure the budget's there, the finances are there to support that. But in and to that point too, I've, I've had a lot of clients that will retire from their long-term career, you know, kind of work their way into retirement six, nine months, a year later, they said, you know, I'm going to go back to work some somewhere. Yeah, you know, and and that's, part, that's three on my list it's, as, a, as another career. Yeah. Yeah. You know, go go work part time at a golf course if you love to golf, you know, yeah. get paid for doing what you like to do. And it gives you some socially. The biggest piece of it generally is a social activity. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you love your wife, you know, if you're married and but you've not spent 24 seven together ever, probably. All all of a sudden you're you're both home together and you're like, okay, we got to find something to do because you know, you're in my way all the time. (laughs) Now you're you're reading my mind because really two and three kind of can, you know, kind of all flow together along with that. You know, it's like, what do you want to do with the free time? Do you want to post retirement? I don't know. Career is what we had listed, but I don't know if career is a good word. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a career. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a great point because one thing, the pandemic, you know, Yes, uh, I think did teach us uh, in, in a good way, hopefully anyway, yeah, we can find a silver lining in all that mess is that a lot of married couples got to mm-hmm. see what maybe retirement was like because yep. uh, we're, you know, you're working from home maybe to, and you're my wife and I, you know, same thing. She started working from home just mm-hmm. before the pandemic started. I already did. But it was like, hey, you're infringing on my territory. That's right. Uh, I'm That's here right. all day. You know, I've, I've been used layer. to staying yeah, at home yeah. And, and, you know, I had it to myself. And now what yep. are you doing here? Yep. <laughs> yep. I used my buddy all the time whenever yep. uh, he had been retired military. Well, when the pandemic happened, his wife, you know, she was a school. She worked at a school. So she was out. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, she's like always underfoot. Like I can't get rid of her, you know. And so they yeah. had to learn their they had to adapt their relationship. And, and as yeah. many people had to, you know, so that's absolutely, great. you know, and whether it's a career or, you know, some outside activity um, and time together, but it's a funny story. I've got another uh, couple that retired. It's been a couple of years ago now, okay. but yeah, I mean, they run into that a lot early on and they had moved. So she loves to sew. So her, her sewing room is like on the second story 
And then he, um, he used to work for a radio station and still does some voiceover work and writing commercials and that for a few private clients that he still works with. Well, he's got his studio in the basement. So, I mean, it's still, they're like going to work. She's going upstairs to her sewing room. He's going down to his studio. So yep. they've got their own space in the house. So yep. that's great. I mean, yeah. yeah, mine, mine's my studio here is outside of the house, but yeah, yep. it's uh, you know, it's on the property, but yeah. So carving out that, that's really important as well in retirement is carving out some some activities away from one another. Uh, you right. can love your spouse all day long, but I think we anybody been married long enough knows that it doesn't mean you don't love them. You just sometimes need to, you know, have your own thing. So. Well, and it's it's I mean, you just have to understand your experience to this point, right? I mean, if, if That's true. you've been married 25, 30, 40 years, now retiring, yeah, you've never been together 24-7 ever. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe when you were 17, if you were lucky. Yeah. But, I mean, if you were in high school or something, you know, you spent a lot of time together, but still and even then you work because you live in different houses. So, right. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a totally different environment to, yeah. to just work through. Doesn't yep. mean you don't love each other. It's just yep, okay. Exactly. Understand what the needs are and separation and space is a need. That's and I got to ask because I get this from advisors all over the country mm -hmm. when I talk to different people. How many times do you have that situation though where, like, the I, I hear advisors say the wife will, will look at, at you as the professional and go, get him out of the house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I always Private joke around with my clients and say, okay, now we're going to have to put on my, you know, my, uh, counseling yeah. hat. And that's a different rate when we do that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he's driving me insane. Get him out of my house. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Find something right. for him to do. Exactly. You know, we yeah. don't have enough. He's got to go back to work. That's right. <laughs> uh, number four, we mentioned briefly, we'll just touch on it real fast. Just take yep. advantage of those opportunities to save more uh, right. 50 plus. We're in that kind of golden, uh, hopefully making big money and can yep. save them. Yeah. I mean, generally you're at the top part of your career. So, um, and you've, you know, uh, probably have kids through college, maybe done helping them, you know, so you have some of these other obligations out of the way. So now you're not out of the way, but taken care of. Right. So now you have more resources to be able to accumulate quicker. And that's one of the reasons the IRS has put in some of those catch up provisions is they recognize and understand that, you know, people maybe didn't have the resources or opportunity early on. So now you can catch up later. So, yeah. And we just had a podcast a couple of weeks ago yep, uh, we about birthdays. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can go back and check that one out. It was retirement birthdays. If you'd like to check that one out. And we talk about some different milestones at the, at the retirement ages. Uh, and we spend some time on that one as well, which at the 50 mark, uh, yep. debt free Phil, that's my next one. Number five, making sure different advisors are all different yep. places when it comes to debt. But I think overall, no one's going to argue that if you can be debt free, great. No, I mean, it, it, it's, it really comes down to, and we've talked about this before the budget, right? You need X amount, a month or however you want to look at it in retirement to live on. And if you have a mortgage or other debt obligations, well, then that's part of that budgeted amount that net you need. Mm -hmm. So if you can remove that, well, yeah, you need less, you know, but just it, it goes, you got to run the math, right? They kind of go hand in hand because if you're saying, well, why don't I just take the money out of the four to pay off my mortgage? Well, probably not a good decision. You got to look at the tax side of it because to get that money out of the 401k or IRA, you're going to pay taxes. And if it's a big number, could be substantial taxes to pay off the mortgage. And if yeah. the mortgage is only at 3%, does that make sense? You know, what do you so think about, what do you think about the viewpoint, Phil, that when people say, well, I have the money, I, I want to pay off the house. And you go, well, then if you have the money to pay off the house and the stress, I guess here's the question. Mm -hmm. If uh, I would feel better if I paid off the house, okay, right. is, is the yeah. way they frame the question. 
you still have the money to pay off the house at any time if it's sitting in those retirement accounts. Correct. So maybe tr maybe train the brain to go, look, yes, technically you're still paying the mortgage, but when, when the math makes sense or the time is right, yeah. you got the money to pay off the house. So maybe look at it from that view, that viewpoint versus right. saying, let me actually take the money out, take the penalty, pay the taxes, whatever, and then pay off the house. You still right. have it. Yeah, it's just, it's like any retirement decision, understand the pros and the cons, the, you know, math behind it, so to speak, yeah. to see, here's the options. And that I walk clients through this dis discussion all the time, because it's, it's one we have. Right. And the way I refer to it is, you know, there's the head rule and the tummy rule, right? The right. head rule, that's the math, you know, and I can run the math and show you, okay, no, it doesn't make sense maybe to, to take that money out and do it. But at the end of the day, if it's something that just keeps you up at night, nausea at you to, I, I've got to have, the, you know, before I retire, I want this paid off. Well, then let's right. figure out how to do it. Let's just yeah. make it happen. You know, yeah, maybe I, not take a lump sum and do it. Maybe, you know, right. make some larger payments and kind of spread that out over time. But if yeah. that's really something that is disturbing you and making it uneasy for you as you think of retirement and you want yeah. it paid off, then build it into the plan, make it happen. Yeah, I guess I kind of look at it as, as to, the, to the initial point of, hey, if my mortgage is only 3%, right, it's super low, right. uh, you know, and as let's say I owe 200000 left and I have 500000 in my retirement accounts, I have my house paid off, right? right? I have the money to do it. I'm just not going to pull it because I right. want to try to make, you know, now I get though the, the scare becomes when the market is dropping and those retirement accounts are dropping, then mm -hmm. maybe that kind of changes the, the tummy rule to your point. You start thinking, oh, let's pay it off before it's, you know, totally takes, you know, a dive. Yeah. So I get it, but you know, yeah, and there's, it's all about the, framework in the mind. There's pros and cons and exactly knowing, knowing those to, to maybe that helps with that framework to say, okay, well, I, I didn't think of it that way or didn't understand the tax liability to do it or whatever it is, Yeah, but have the, the knowledge first before you jump in and make that decision to see, I mean, personally, I, right now, especially in the environment we're in, I don't think it makes sense most times, especially if you have okay. a reasonable interest rate. Right. You know, your, your mortgage payment is something that you can manage within retirement. You know, let's keep it there. Your, your assets are, are better off long term and right. you have more control. That's always my concern with having a house paid off. You get into retirement, your house is paid off. You spent substantial amounts of your assets to do that. Now you lost a lot of flexibility. And it, uh, accumulation of that potential it, money. Right. Because your, your house and people sometimes, uh, I think, don't put the, the dots together with a house. I mean, the house value goes up and down irregardless of what your equity is. That doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. Your your equity, the, the the difference between that value and the mortgage is, is going to be the same effectively. The, the thing that's changing is the house value. So having it paid off doesn't change the value. Right. You the market get, right now is there through the roof. Right. I mean, if the houses have grown substantially in value, having it paid off doesn't make any difference. You still participated in that. The bank doesn't. You know, they, yeah. they get their fixed amount. So it's, it's, again, just coming down to understand the pros and cons and options, then make that decision. So, well, my, my next one on here kind of works with this conversation. Mm -hmm. so we're, we'll stay with this path. So if you're, if you're feeling on the fence about whether or not to pay off the house and you're thinking, Hey, the yep. markets are dipping uh, and I'm losing that quote unquote money that I could be using towards the house and retirement. Well, then maybe it's time to look at the risk in your portfolio, right? Right. So, Absolutely. Yes. And risk is one of those things that as you near retirement, you're, you're changing how your money needs to start working. You know, I mean, it's no longer accumulation. You don't have 10 years maybe to ride through and up and a down in a market. 
right. with all the money, you know, so you have to start understanding, well, when am I going to need as I approach this retirement date, when am I going to start to need the money? What is it that I need? Yeah. And personally, we've talked about this a lot of times too. We bucketize money, you know, so we'll have our, our soon bucket of money. That's where we're planning on spending in the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. And if that's within a, a retire, retirement time horizon, then even though you're not there yet, you're five years out, we should already have money positioned there so that it's less risky, less volatile. So that as you get there, we're not worried about, oh, it's down 50%. Now we've got to wait one, two, three years or more to get back to even before you start yeah. growing again. So. Yeah. And I think, Phil, the time we're in now, I mean, this is when, again, the DIYers, a <laughs> lot of look, everybody and their brothers got a podcast. Everybody yep. and their brothers got something on YouTube. We're no different. Right. But the, there's a lot of people who turn to these. I mean, you can learn how to do just about anything. You can YouTube it. Right. Yeah. YouTube's you, crazy. Anymore. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, because, so, and, yeah. and finance is the same uh, to a point. I think just like yes. anything, the DIY, the accumulation, uh, growing our wealth, making some fairly sound financial decisions, we can garner a lot of great information on the right. web. But at some point, I think that's when you got to turn to a pro and say, okay, I really, I really need help figuring out how this all all comes together like this because yeah. we can do a lot of medical research on various things on how to take care of ourselves. Right. But at some point, if I got to have heart surgery, I'm just not going to do it myself. That's right. Yeah. A little difficult to do it yourself. Number one, you probably wouldn't want to be awake. I'm not going to reset yeah. my own bone, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I know that's kind of exaggeratory, but it really isn't because money is so, I mean, it's, it's everything well, in our society, in our culture. It is. And I mean, the other role that an advisor plays that you can't is emotions, right? I mean, yeah. you're, it's your money. There's a lot yeah. of emotions tied to your money. Yeah. It's not my money. So I can come in with a more objective viewpoint, like the mortgage, right? I, yeah. I yeah. my viewpoint's completely objective. I'm showing you the facts. Here's the pros and the cons. This is the math. Yeah. So I can help you then work through the reasoning and the emotion, you know, that emotional side of the decision. And that's, one of the biggest advantages to an advisor is they've just got a totally different perspective you know, and hopefully experience, yeah. you know, yeah. to understand there's all these different factors to consider that you might not have heard in some YouTube or, you know, yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause it, it's, it's, um, there's a lot of moving parts in retirement. So oh, a lot. And you're my sounding board, Phil. I mean, that's right. how I, yep. I look at it. Like I, I changed yep. my cardiologist. I, I've had, I've had open heart surgery mm -hmm. and at a young age and uh, at 41 and I changed my cardiologist because I didn't feel like I had the right rapport with him. Right. Like I wanted to be able to say, look, dude, you're irking me. You're not giving me the information that I want. And I wanted right. him to be able to say, you know, you're not listening to me and That's you're right. going to kill I, yourself. I, if yeah. you, you know, I wanted a bit more of a, um, the interaction that I was seeking, the prior cardiologist didn't give it to me right. and nothing, not that he was a, a bad cardiologist by any means, but it didn't work for me. Just different process yeah. that they went through. And, and exactly. I think the same thing with a financial professional, you want Absolutely. someone that, I, you know, for me, I'd want to be able to say, Phil, tell me I'm being an idiot. Right. And you literally, Mark, you're being an idiot. Don't do it, right? right. I would be fine with that kind of. I want someone to not sugarcoat things like that for me, you know. Right, and that's. I mean, I have that discussion with clients early on too. It's like, look, I'm not here to be your friend, quote unquote. Although I'm friends with a lot of my clients. Absolutely. My, my role in it is to give you the objective 
viewpoints to say, this is pros and cons. Hey, you're spending too much. We're, yeah. you know, we planned on this in retirement, but the reality is you've been into it three years now and you've overspent what we budgeted for the last three years. I think we need to relook this. Now, yeah. now you've got to understand if you continue down this path, this is what it looks like. And some people might hear whatever that whatever the case is. Some people know? might hear that and go, well, I, you're not going to tell me how to spend my money. That's I'm not going to live on a budget. That's yep. not what he's saying. He's saying if right. you continue, you will have real problems. I would see now I would rather hear that so I can go, whoa. Yeah, I, and, I, and I've had that discussion with clients and yeah. it's, you know, I'm not beating more of the head. So you better stop. Oh, you know, it's like you're not the money is, police. This is the fact. <laughs> and, I, and that's what I always tell them. It's like, look, it's your money at the end of the day. I'll yeah. do whatever you want. You know, I'll give you as many distributions as you want. I, I will have the discussion at some point if I think things are heading in the wrong direction. Sure. Because that's, that's my obligation as a fiduciary. I have to tell you that. You know, yep. I, I can't let you just do that in five years down the road. Now you're out of money and, and you're saying, what happened? I'm like, well, you spent it all. You're like, oh, but, well. Yeah. And I never told you anything along the way. Well, that's on me then to some yeah. extent, um, yeah. you know. But yet it's, it's, I'm not going to be the money police. Right. And I mean, frankly, if it continues down that path at some point, I might just say, you know, I don't think we're a good fit anymore. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not list just like, you know, with a doctor, we're not a good fit. We're you're not listening fit. to what I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, you need to, to maybe find somebody else that can help you, yeah. which and is fine. That's, that's yeah, part fine. of the real working yeah. relationship. It doesn't mean you're a bad client. It doesn't mean you're a bad professional. No. It just, it's just, it's no longer the right fit. So, right. We'll, we'll wrap it up with this. The countdown days to retirement, there's some mm -hmm. things. I know we got a little off tangent, but I think it was a good conversation. Yeah. Yes, there's those list of things to do, but a crucial component is finding the right person to help you manage your retirement. Uh, and that should be on the list of things that you're counting down to as you're getting close to retirement. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully you've done that soon enough that you've been working with them for a number of years to get you ready for retirement. But, yep. you know, many times people won't start fill with someone until three or four or five years versus maybe 10. So that's mm -hmm. okay too. If you're a garage tinkerer, I'll put it like this. Yep. I'd be, I'm totally willing to go out there and pop the hood on my car because it's got a distributor cap and yeah. spark plugs. And Back to when you can actually get to it and know what they I did. would not <laughs> attempt to look what Phil has under his hood. You yeah. can forget it. There is no way we're tackling anything under there because you open the modern vehicles up in fancy and, and you're just like, what? Right. Well, at I mean, first, they usually you can't even get to it. It's like, oh, you got to yeah, take true. this panel off and that panel off before you, you know, it's like, no, you know, my okay. wife's battery died and I had to, we had to change the battery on it and you had to remove this big giant chunk of plastic under the hood or under the yep. hood to get to the battery. Modern engineering. So there you go. All right, folks, we're going to let you go. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Don't forget to subscribe. Hopefully you enjoyed the conversation. Phil and I try to bring uh, a good chat and a good dialogue about what retirement is, what it means, what it looks like, and, and what it's going to be for you because you're different than me and I'm different than Phil and so on and so yeah. forth. So have a conversation with a professional. Have a conversation with your spouse. Many times people don't do enough of that either. Yes. Talk to each other. Talk to a professional uh, and find the right one for you and work on counting down those days to retirement and some of the things that might help you. Subscribe to us, whatever platform you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify. We're well over 100 episodes. You can check out a lot of prior content. Mm -hmm. You can watch us on YouTube. Whatever works well for you. It's a great thing to put on in the background while you're maybe baking dinner. Just play one of the videos while you're cooking something and, you know, absorb a little knowledge along the way. So either yep. way, we thank you for your time. Have a great one. We'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and other retirement facts. Find it all at philstaxhacks.com. 
investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.